Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You already know the rest now. Most of you are old people. Most of you are returning viewers. Today, we are going to talk about when to move out of your father's house, when to move out of your family's house, of your family house. Now, there's a lot of people that are staying with their parents. This is not to bring down one group or drag any group. I'm just going to say what I think is the best time for you to move out of your father's house. For each gender, moving out is different. And I'll start with for men. What I believe is that as a man, you should be looking to move out of your father's house as soon as possible. But ideally, I would say the moment you leave for youth service, if you're in Nigeria, the moment you're done with uni, out you go. And I believe this because I feel it's the best way to build men. There are plenty of advantages. One, I think it will help you find your purpose. If you are doing one thing over and over, clockwork, morning, afternoon, evening, the same exact thing under your family for all the years up until adulthood, and then as an adult, you still continue doing all of that, you are going to, how will I say it? You're not going to be exposed enough to know much about life or to know what your strengths really are. There are plenty of people that walk around, they ask them, what's your talent, what's your talent? And this is for both men and women. They don't know their talent. And it's not because they don't have oh, They've not just done enough stuff with their life to know. You might be great at skydiving. But if you never skydive, so how, how are you going to know until you die that you, you, you're going to be great at skydiving or surfing or stuff like that? So this is good. Now, women can also be surfers and skydivers. But for men, the life experience, this is one advantage. Life experience is another advantage. Life experience as in the exposure you need for street wisdom. Because men are naturally expected to be street smart. You get there are certain tricks a woman will fall for. You'll be like, hey, that's that's a woman that they always fall for that, like IG vendors now. But if you're a guy and you fall for the same kind of tricks, you're a fool, you're a mumu. So you have to be smart and you cannot learn all that street wisdom inside your father's house. You have to actually go out and interact with people, which is why I would advise boarding schools for men, for boys. Boarding schools, all the way. You will learn things. I mean you might want to shield your child from certain things that they will go through. But the truth is, they, if they live long enough, they'll go through it regardless. Heartbreak will come. They will cheat you. They will manipulate you. They will beat you up. You will collect beating. You will fight. You know, all the things that you're pro pro protecting your children from, they will still meet. And you want them to have met at a point where they would have, they will be like, ah, I've done this one since I was play play. Or you want them to be adults and have no clue about how to navigate life. So, Another thing is that they will have that hustle mode activated. If you're not, this is for people who are not from well-to-do homes. If you're expecting to, if your own is that you want to get up and make money and help your family, then leaving your house can really activate your, your, your hustle spirit. Like, if you leave out, if you, if you move out and you, and you start to stay on your own and you see what responsibilities are like, it will motivate you to do better. But if you're always there and the only thing anybody needs from you is housework, then you will just be used to doing housework and you don't really have any deal, zeal for money. But if you've gone hungry because you didn't have money or because you've not generated money to buy food by yourself and you go hungry, when that bites you, eh, you know, it will, it, will, it will rise something inside you. And then it will also give you respect for money. If the money in the household is controlled by your mom, for example, and then she does the shopping, does the groceries, and 
you know, clothes. Occasionally, they'll buy clothes for you. So your clothes, you don't really care. You don't have about money and stuff like that. But when you go out and you see that if you have 10K, there's no free food, there's no free clothes. You start thinking, how is this, how exactly is this thing? You know, and then you have value for that money. And that's what you to do. And I'm saying this as advantages for guys moving out early because, not because women don't need this thing too, but because men need it more to have any self-respect or self-esteem or value. They need it more. This is what to make you. Without having these qualities I've mentioned, you are useless. You are empty. As a man, you not have respect from your peers. So, it's why. Now, that's why men should move out early. Now, there are a few exceptions. Let me, the exceptions, for example, and this is one thing that they've used to beat us down as human beings, or let me just say as citizens of this country, I'll just bring it to within Nigeria or within Africa. Take, for example, now, um, a man has a business, a huge business, and that's your father. The children are living in the house where there's a family business. Maybe the father sells spare parts or is a carpenter, or they just they have a company. Living, moving out will not be a thing of hustle like most of us will be able to relate to. Moving out might be something of like freedom for the guy, you know, because I would always advise that he stays within the family and run the family business. And if it's going to be better for him to do that while staying in his father's house, then that guy I would advise to stay in his father's house. If there is something your dad does, your father does, he's not a white-collar job person, whatever it is, I would advise that guys stay and learn that trade. Because over time, the hardship and poverty we have in the world now is existing because people that were independent and were making their own money, were hardly paying any taxes, could afford to feed their family, raise multiple wives and everything, and also send their children to school. What they did was now to prioritize education for their children at any cost, at all costs. They sacrificed their legacy, their potential legacy, just for their child to be called educated. So the capital man now will, will um, make so much money, work hard in the, sh- in the shop to pay his son's school fees. His son is not in the workshop with him working. Even after school, his son is not in the workshop working. He's doing assignment. He's doing homework. And then... The son goes through school, the carpenter gets old, the business dies, the son is looking for a job outside with paper. He will get the job now, they will pay him. Mega salary that he can barely afford to send back home to his father who is too old to do this carpenter job. And then everybody is just in this slave mode. But if the boy would have stayed, or maybe after school you come back, you do work with your papa, you still get your certificate, but at least you're a very good carpenter at the same time. The family name will live on. If the guy is smart, maybe most children are not that smart, but He'll go to school and try to, you know, how do I say it? Try to white-collar the carpentry you get. So you can carry branding and come now. Then you people would, you know, that's how the generational wealth starts. But, you know, the, the, the way everybody does it is just to kill off the artisan and then put a slave or a slave worker in the system. It's just messed up. Anyways, back to the podcast. For girls... I did a small survey where I asked people about the pressure they feel because I'm not a girl, so I don't know. About the pressure or they feel in terms of moving out because I know with guys, we feel a lot of pressure. You get to a certain age and you feel like, ah, yeah, you still there, Papa. Like, it will bite you inside that I stay in your father's house. Even society will tell you, low-key, low-key. Girls suppose that they don't want, cannot stay in a, stay, have you a guy that is staying in his father's house? You know, and different things. But there's hardly... Anything like that regarding women staying in their father's house, which is why I think there is no moving out for women. You stay in your father's house until you are married out of your father's house. 
Now, everything has exceptions. But there are plenty of reasons why this is the best way to go. Now, mind you, this is upbringing. And I believe that this thing is going to be the way that we create the best men and the best women in society. However, see the advantages, I think, of why women should stay in their father's house until they get married. There is value preservation. If you're a good girl, the chances of you becoming a bad girl will be slim if you always have to go back home to your parents and your family every day. The chances of you taking external advice will be slim if you spend four hours outside and 12 hours at home and the rest sleeping perhaps. But that's one thing. So if you have values, you can preserve them easily. And of course, people can go outside. There are people who live on their own and have still preserved their values. I'm just saying it would have been easier to preserve less temptations and all of that if in, you stayed in your father's house. Second one would be perceived value. Now, this one is a food that doesn't have value, but you still stay in your father's house. You know people be spoiled from house, and if that is your case, then if you still stay at home, people will still think you're a good girl because you don't keep late nights. Even if you do, you don't sleep out, which is a big plus for any girl these days. I mean, that's what men think. It's a, it's a plus for them. Girls don't think it's a plus for them. But yeah, if you have to go home every night, regardless of what happens, no matter how much fun you're having, you still have to go home. You can be the baddest of the baddest girl. They will still think you're a good girl somehow. And then, less exposure to contaminants. This is like a combination of one and two. But you know, less exposure generally. Contaminants. I say, yeah, what about men that want to get... Men need the exposure. I think oh, that guys need the exposure more than girls. And if we do this thing like this, eh, I think we'll have a society where the men have gone through life early and at late 20s or early 30s, they would have matured so much mentally to deal with life and handle life and families or handle life and a family. So that's what this kind of path will do, this kind of men need to raise. And then... You, you tell me, what kind of women do you think the pattern of staying home until you're married? What kind of women do you think you to raise? There's an argument for maybe naive and this and that if the parents are too strict. I'm on board with that 100%. But I think overall, if we look at the decay morally between some certain generations and below, you know that that would have really helped. If, this, if that was done, we would not have people on the internet saying certain things that they are saying you know, embarrassing their families and stuff. And I'm talking about both genders, though. This way, if you stay, if you have to talk rubbish on social media as a guy and go back home to meet your father and your mother or your siblings, you will not come out and talk and say that rubbish again. But if you don't see them until the end of the year, the amount of rubbish you will see on the internet before you see them again, there are exceptions now with the women own. Now, some people are, some women don't want the traditional woman, woman's path. Yeah, you don't want, you don't really want anybody to provide for you. You don't really want to feel protected or, you know, how you want to feel babied, that kind of thing. And if that's not what you want, you don't want the traditional female life path. And that way you have to find your own way. Maybe you're drawn to more masculine things. So I'm not saying if you have uh, female genital organs, then this is exactly what you should do. I think it depends on the mindset, but I think a certain gender has something they like predominantly. And then another one would be career people, you know. There are people who, for example, you, you have a dream, a singer, you know, for example. And you know that where your family house is, you cannot get 
to the point to the you cannot achieve the level of success that you want to achieve in that field that you love so much in that case you might have to leave home to pursue your dream another reason i'd say women would leave home because there are reasons why a lot of them leave not necessarily to do a lot of people will say okay it's to do um bad shit wayward stuff now that might see in the heart of every young person that wants freedom you want to expose you want to you know spread your wings a little bit when you want to leave it. that's why you want to leave your father's house but for most people that's not the main reason that's just like one of the side attractions so there are people who leave home to feed home like sadly this is nigeria now the country is hard there are people who really look at it they feel like the parents have done enough for them like my father has, you know the way i would say men feel but when i ask them like what level did that pressure how i said how much did that did they feel that pressure it wasn't as much as the men said they feel, felt the pressure so that desire that to to give back home and the feeling that you've taken enough from your parents when you're watching them age makes you feel like you need to leave you know and that thing is toxic parents and this is one of the major ones again there's something i saw on the internet eh i saw a post it's one of these popular blogs maybe it's on the internet or insta blog or someone maybe i've left posted something where someone said do you always have that friend that whenever something good happens to you they always seem sad about it it's almost like they cannot hide it you can tell that this person hates when something good happens to you and then i went under the comments and the amount of people that said their mother is like the opposite of their biggest fan if something good happens to them she's saying her mother will get like the, a bunch of people you know what i wish i could find that post multiple people were saying is their mom so toxic parents exist and you have to get away from that kind of environment. It's not good for your mental health, for your physical health, for your financial health, whatever. It's not good at all. And that's one of the reasons that drive people out of their parents' house, whether male or female. I would say this. I've never been a parent before, but as a child, there are things I can point out that I'll say, okay, parents can do better. So, as a parent, try not to suffocate your children. You know, they have, you have their best interest in your heart. And you are sure of this. You don't love anybody in the world as much as you, you love your children. But you see, eh, sometimes we don't understand. The children don't understand how much you love them. They don't understand that this thing you are doing is for their own good. They just don't. You cannot try to make them understand it. They too, they have their own feelings. They are human beings with their own consciousness and what they think is best for them. And as much as you love them, they believe they love themselves more than you love them. So they believe what they want or what they feel is best. So there's a way you can navigate your relationship with your child to come without having friction. So there are different ways to suffocate your children. And some, from the parents' perspective, they might think they are not suffocating the children. But let me give an example. If your child is above 18, right, the way you behave about their going out and coming in should be different from as if they are children. It affects them. When the child feels like an adult, he sees how his friend's parents treat them. I appreciate the ones that are doing it right. So if you're doing it wrong, they know. For example, your, your, your son is 20 and he goes out. You, you, tell him, you tell him to come back by 7. He comes back by 8 or 9 or 10 without warning it or telling you beforehand. The first time that happens, you know you can, you know, how do I say it? You can hammer it down, treat him like he's a child, right? Even if he's an adult. But that's the first time it's happening. But if that becomes a habit... You need to understand that after the second time you did that and you did it the third time, it's not like that again they will talk to him because he will start talking back at you. You get? Because he's just annoying. You cannot be... Maybe you lock him out. 
you get comparison that you come back home late, they will just lock you out, tell you to go and sleep somewhere else. Now, you might think this is going to be effective, but it's suffocation. Especially if the child is, feels like he's old enough to have his own place, you start doing that to the child, they will run and leave you. And parents don't understand that time with their children is, is short until they start missing them. You get. And if you don't have, you don't have, if you don't build a good relationship with your children, eh, and they move out, they've escaped you. Yeah? They will avoid you. They will avoid you. So you might think you're doing things right in their best interest and everything. They're just looking for how to get rid of you. I mean, get away from you. So don't suffocate your children. You know, some people still hit their children as adults. So. As in, <laughs> I'm going to say something again that's going to put me in trouble. I, I believe you can hit the female child. As in, the ch- your daughter, you, nobody else is going to be hitting her. But I'm saying, I don't think a father should be slapping his son that is 20 years old. Or your mother should be slapping her son that is 20 years old. Or kneeling him down to give him strokes, you know, stuff like that. No, physical violence now. Nah. I don't know why I think it's okay for a father to slap his 20-year-old daughter instead. Maybe above 25, you can stop hitting them. But I feel like there is a fear for violence that women have that lives longer in them than in men. After a certain age, as a guy, you stop, you stop fearing violence. If somebody threatens you with a fight, you say you mow your fist. But I think with, the, with women, they fear violence a little bit more, so it might have a correcting effect. Now, you're allowed to disagree with me. I'm, a, I'm actually open to learn. But you see, I think this is a hill I'm going to stand on. So, that's one thing. And then secondly, use the time with your children wisely. Use the time with your children wisely because it's going to be short. If you, if you don't, what, and I mean wisely in the sense that for their, for their upbringing, you get some people used to outsource raising their children to, to the church and to schools because they are paying money and they, are, they, are, they have their children for the majority of the time. I will tell you, the schools, mm, their plan for your children is what the government wants for your children. That is, the government has a plan for your children. And when they go to school, it is that government's plan that they are implementing. You know? So they don't care if your child is going to be a thief. That's not what the, the government just wants to give them a certificate, pass through the system, go to the next stage. It's not to, you know, that's not their priority. They, they're supposed to do that too, you know. If you're still in school, they will punish you now. But, you know, that's not their, their priority. Your child would have to learn things from you. So use the time you have with them wisely. If they go to school from 8 a.m. to 2, that time that they are with you, make sure you are, you are eh, the way you are bombarding the child with wisdom, knowledge. So as when they leave you, you, you know you have, you have laid a solid foundation. Okay. So yeah. So I'm going to leave with this thing. There's a way, there's a reason I think the way I think. There's a reason I've said these things I've said the way I've said them. And it's because deep down inside me and deep down inside you, I believe that we should know that God would have not made two different genders if we are not supposed to be doing different things to help the society. So in that thinking, that is why I say the life path of a guy is going to be this way. And then when I'm saying the one for women, it's just almost completely different. That's why I think so. I think people are supposed to build differently to maximize their strengths. And this one too should go this way, maximize their strength. And then when they combine to raise a community, they will raise something of very, very high quality. Thank you very much for watching the Good Living Podcast. There is 
content coming your way plenty 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 let me know what you think in the comments please remember to share like subscribe if you've not and i'll see you same time in two weeks bye